0: This is AgriPult's Open Mic, brought to you by Syngenta. More than 27,000 people in over 90 countries helping the world's farmers grow more from less, protect the environment, and improve health and quality of life. See all they are doing at syngenta.com. And now, AgriPult's Open Mic. This week's open mic was recorded during a news conference at the World Food Prize. Our guest is Dr. Mary Dell Chilton, one of three laureates to receive the World Food Prize this year. She was responding to a question that dealt more with public relations of the biotech industry today rather than the technology.
1: I I have one more uh, point to add to this, and that is that um, the initial products that biotech made were the ones that were, were feasible. They were single genes put into the uh, plant, and they made a dramatic change in the, uh, in the character of the plant. And these were changes that the farmer could appreciate. They were not changes that the end user would uh, appreciate, except at the point of uh, the price of the goods that are made. So I think in the future, we are, uh, we are at a place in the technology where we can uh, change more biological traits that affect the quality of the uh, crop, of the uh, end product. These will be traits that the uh, consumer can appreciate. And I think uh, they'll, they will change the nutrition of the uh, crop plant, for one, such as golden rice. Um, and I think that will help to sell the technology to the consumer.
0: Dr. Chilton was asked during the news conference if she favored labeling of GMO products that were in foods. Her answer was no. And here is her explanation.
1: My feeling about this is that uh, we, have, we have the organic produce now that is uh, known to be GMO free because of the rules. Um, and what more do we need than that? If a consumer chooses to eat non-GMO food, he has that choice. But I want to keep my choice to eat GMO food if I want. If we uh, start having compulsive laboring, labeling, Many companies will, will be unable to, uh, to uh, produce the, uh, the GM products that they do now because of concerns about whether it's going to be uh, in some product and run into a labeling problem. I think it will be the, uh, the death of the technology in, in a real sense if we, if we have obligatory labeling. I'm totally opposed to it.
0: Later, Sarah Wyant and I had the opportunity to interview Dr. Mary Dell Chilton as the news conference broke up. We began back in the early years and asked her about her interest in DNA.
1: And I learned about it in, uh, in my college courses. And I pursued uh, my interest in DNA despite the fact that it looked like there would never be a job for me. I just did it because I was interested.
0: What years was that?
1: Let's see, I went to uh, college in 19, uh, graduate school in 1960 to 67. So, yeah, those were the years.
0: When you first got into the realization that their biotechnology could actually happen, was there an uh, aha moment? Was there anything that told you at one time that this could be a technology that could change the world?
1: there was a moment when we first recognized that the little bacterium we had been studying was transferring genes into plant cells and we could we could dimly see that you could do things with such a technology if you could figure out how to harness it that was not easy to do and it took it took a decade or more of research so that was that was the moment i was sitting at home at my kitchen table with having put the kids to bed and I was calculating the results of the analysis that we had done that day. Over the weekend, my whole team had done a huge experiment, and the experiment showed, sure enough, that the DNA was there in the plant cells.
0: When you then needed to sell to your management that this was something they may have to invest billions into to get anything out of it in years of research, how did that go?
1: Well, first of all, I didn't sell that to management. Industry came to my doorstep, actually. After uh, four years as a biology professor at Washington University in St. Louis, I was happily engaged in sharpening the tools for biotech. And industry came to my doorstep looking to uh, start a a new lab to do agricultural biotechnology. It was a company called C. a multinational, and I, I work for the same company now. It's evolved several times, and we have a new name now. We're Syngenta, but uh, it's it's the same company. And it was the company that had the idea that this could make money. I wasn't uh, completely convinced. I was convinced we could we could do something with it, but we we found immediately that we had a, a little misinformation uh, in our marriage. We uh, they they hired someone to. Uh, to uh, augment their seed business, which was corn seed, and I knew nothing except tobacco. (laughs) That was the only plant I knew how to work with. So we had to recruit a number of uh, corn tissue culture experts and so on in order to uh, transfer the technology first scientifically to uh, more crops.
0: Today you're sitting there with the other laureates, and much of what was discussed was the politics of all this. And did you have any idea you would have as much pushback against biotechnology as developed through the years?
1: No, it's been shocking. I had no idea. I had no idea. The technology is is a good, valuable asset to the farmer. It's uh, one tool in plant breeding, and I, I viewed it as such for many years until uh, some of the early products began to, uh, to get some, as you say, pushback from, from some sector. I still don't really understand what is the, uh, the real motivation of the uh, opponents of the technology.
0: How would you put it in words of a mother or a grandmother that this would be good for future generations to have this technology to use?
1: It will be good for future generations, yes. I would feed it to my family. I would feed it to my grandsons. Uh, it's, it's safe. I think we've uh, had the experience of uh, 15 or 20 years of uh, genetically modified plant products to uh, show us that it's safe for animals and for people also. Um, so it's, it's no concern to me. And as I say, I, I really can't understand what is the motivation for all the, uh, the opposition to it. It, it can't be safety. We know it's safe.
0: Moving forward, last thing, and that is, what do you think we will recognize in years ahead that biotechnology has accomplished for us or will accomplish for us?
1: I hope that we will find that biotechnology has helped to feed the additional hungry people that we will have in, by the year 2050. We will have another two point six billion people on this earth we need to double food production, and biotech is one of the most valuable tools that the plant meter has in order to make crops for the future and for the hungry world. I think that's excellent. We really appreciate your time, and uh, congratulations again on this so for incredible work.
0: Yes. Dr. Marydell Chilton, thank you very much.
1: A pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: AgriPulse Open Mic has been brought to you by Syngenta. See all they are doing at Syngenta dot com I'm Ken Root